Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Everybody. Welcome to In the Mind of Frage, my Tuesday podcast show all about interviews, experiences, and entrepreneurs. Thank you guys for your incredible emails about the three-part Rob Shear series. Many of you were so moved by Rob's story that you donated to Comfort Cases. So thank you. You always answer the call. Today starts a two-part series with a woman that I'm inspired by, and I think you'll also be very emotionally touched by, a woman named Valencia Harris. Valencia is a Washington, D.C. resident, and seven years ago, we just, we just passed the seventh anniversary, Valencia's daughter, Unique Harris, went missing. You might remember this story. Unique was 24 years old at the time. She lived in an apartment in southeast Washington, D.C., and she was the mom of two little boys. She was abducted in the middle of the night, and so far, no one has heard anything. No suspect has ever been named. No one has ever been arrested. Here's what we do know. We know that Unique was taken in the early morning hours of October 10th, and all that was taken was Unique herself, her keys, and her cell phone. Her two little boys were sleeping in her fourth-story apartment, and so was her niece, and they never heard a thing. So far, there's never been an arrest, as I mentioned, but Valencia has now dedicated her life to finding her daughter. What happened to Unique Harris? It's now a cold case, and Valencia is here today to talk about her story, to share the tragedy that has happened to her seven years ago. 
Where is this story now? Because there's a renewed hope. There's some light at the end of the tunnel for this story. But Valencia also shares what she thinks happened to Unique that night. And we're hoping and praying that somebody listening to this podcast has that one key, that one fact that will change the course of this story and will bring closure and healing for Valencia, Unique's boys, and the D.C. community. Valencia Harris is slender. She's very young looking. She has shoulder length hair. She's black. And her daughter was 24, as I mentioned, when she went missing. Here is part one of our interview. Unique goes missing from her home. All that was taken were her keys, her cell phone, and Unique And and her. And seven years later, you have been, as I mentioned, on a mission to find out what happened to your daughter. Pretty much. And your story... First of all, I was introduced to you by a guy who just does incredible civic work, Henderson Long, who yes. has dedicated his life to helping find the missing yes. in the missing and exploited in Washington, D.C. Definitely a fair statement. So tell us this. I, I, I've been reading a lot about your daughter and this story. Um, you know, when this happened, take us back. How did you originally find out? Well, I originally found out the night prior, October the 9th of 2010, I spoke with Unique on the phone because I said, you know, as I said, me and Unique talked on the phone every day. Mm. So we talked to Unique that night of the 9th, probably between 8.30 and 9.30 p.m. Okay. My grandsons were, you know, very, very, you know, upbeat in the background because a great niece of mine was there spending the night with Unique. Unique was just moving back into the District of Columbia, so she was reconnecting with our family that we hadn't seen and so forth and so on. So she had my great niece um, there for a sleepover. Hmm. The next morning, the children wake up at, say, about between 8.30 and 9.30 a.m., okay. and Unique is not in the apartment. So my great-niece, the older of the, all the three children, my two grandsons and my great-niece, she called her mom and told her mom, well, mom, Unique is not here. You know, we're up and Unique is not here. So my great-niece's mother, you know, she figured, she's thinking, okay, well, maybe Unique tried to run out before the children woke up. Sure, you run know, an to errand. Get, yeah, or yeah. get, you know, last minute, you know, whatever miscellaneous for breakfast or something. So she said she told my great niece, okay, well, if Unique is not back in such and such amount of period of time, then give me a call. Well, apparently that went on throughout the day, unbeknownst to me, until I was contacted maybe between 3.30 and 4.30 that afternoon. Wow. And, wow. you know, I'm thinking, and I think one of the first questions that I asked my great-niece mom was, well, when is the last time anybody saw or talked to Unique? Did you, you know, I'm just trying to sort all these things out in my mind because at this point, you know, you don't even know anything is wrong. Sure. Until you get the details. You didn't have a ping in your stomach. Did, did you begin to have a ping that maybe something is wrong, or you just thought? At that point, when Tiffany told me that Unique was not accounted for since that morning, I knew that was totally out of character for her. For her. 
Okay, so you guys end up, you know, you realize something is wrong. You notify police. And then what happened? Tell me that. Was there, were they closed? Did they have any idea where she might have gone? What happened? I really don't think, and we have to keep in mind that this is still while Chief Kathy Lanier was in place. Okay. I think that my daughter was stereotyped because I even had questions from the initial officers that responded to my my original 911 call that asked me, has she ever done this before? Does she have a boyfriend? Do you think she may have left with her boyfriend? And I even had one to go as far as to ask me if I thought my daughter was just, you know, trying to escape from her life for a while, you know, to whatever you know what i mean like she, you think she just was tired of you know the responsibilities of being a mom and my and instant reaction is hell no so did you feel like that was really inappropriate at the time or did you feel I like did. they do that i for did. Everybody? You did but then you know over the course of these last seven years that i've come to first of all you know forgive the fact that you know, they don't know my daughter mm. from the next person. Right. My daughter at that juncture, I feel, was just a case number to them. I feel like they thought, you know, the stereotypical, you know, young African-American single mom, you know, are either on drugs and, you know, I've even, they even asked me, you know, does she do drugs? I'm like, my daughter doesn't do any drugs. You know, my daughter, you know, she doesn't even really, really drink. Hmm. So, you know, that to me were, in my opinion, you know, idiotic questions to be asking, you know, in reference to this, when you have a mom here that's saying, my daughter's gone. She needs to be searched for. Something's not right here. She doesn't do this type of thing, you know. You know, and it 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 really insulted me in the beginning because you know they didn't have to go to my grandson's school and talk to their teachers, where their teachers were like totally befuddled at the fact that you know Unique was just here a few days ago because my younger grandson had had you know a little bit of a, a, a behavioral problem so Unique had went just a couple of days before she was abducted to his class and sat in his class with him pretty much the whole day this is the type of mom that she is. Right. Does that sound like a mom that's just going to leave her, her children? So these weeks and months after Unique goes missing, do you feel like police really, um, you know, did they come and fingerprint her apartment? Did they come after and... After I requested those things. So none of that I've was like... I've had to request pretty much everything in Unique's case. And to take it a little bit further, the actual leads that they initially got which, you know, may may still at this juncture, I'm not sure, you know, actually turn into what the scenario was that night. Okay. Me and my family went on the street and got those those people. You guys went and worked the street. These people, and, you know, this is the person that, you know, we knew she talked to a couple of days before. This is the person that, you know... We got those things. And you were reporting them back to police. And I was reporting them back to police. And then I had, you know, newspapers that were saying there was no foul play involved. So that was another battle I had to fight. Don't say there's no 
foul play involved because you're perpetrating an image to the public like my daughter just left. Ran away, right. You know, so it's, it, it's been some uphill battles for sure. Okay, so let's go through, because there have been some unanswered questions, some rumors out there in Unique's case in regards to some things, uh, some information, some tips that a lot of people have said, hey, could these have solved the crime? Was Unique's cell phone ever traced? One of the big questions in this case that was asked is, uh, were her cell phone records or a list of the cell phone pings ever um, done by police right after she was abducted? Well, no, as far as I know, the tower pinging situation has not been addressed. Now, the actual phone numbers um, of the numbers that were on her uh, telephone record leading up to this situation have been, you know, retrieved from the phone company. But as far as her cell phone pings, like where was the phone pinging from and that sort of thing, I have never seen any evidence that that was done. Um, was, and I'm not saying that it wasn't done because you it could just have haven't been. I just seen don't it. know and have not seen that for myself. What about this? On October 10th, and night that she went missing, um, reportedly there was a phone call that came in around 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, the timeline that police have put together is shortly thereafter she may have gone outside to put trash out and then was never seen again. Is that correct? I don't see my daughter going to put no trash out at 3 o'clock in the morning, first of all. You don't? Okay. No. No, so you don't, don't think she went outside the house? I don't house. even have a pattern of doing that. Right. So, you know, and she didn't have a pattern of doing that. You know, Unique is a very safety conscientious person because I taught her that. So this person, you did tell me the update of the 3 a.m. phone call, which did in fact happen, and you know who that person is. Yes, I've actually talked to that person personally. Do you believe that person has anything to do with her disappearance? I don't believe, like I said, nothing is 100%, Mm -hmm. but I do not believe that that person could have sat in front of me and had a conversation with me about this, where they were more than willing to do that, when they made, you know, good eye contact with me. I never, you know, sensed a hint of, you know, uncomfort or, you know, any uneasiness in that person at all. And, I mean, I've had an eyeball-to-eyeball conversation with them face-to-face. So if they did have something to do with it, it would totally shock me. Um, Also, I had read a lot of people had wondered if Unique had a computer in the home. And if there was any interactions with people leading up to it, whether it was Craigslist or an email or anything. No, Unique had a few um, desktop computers that I had given her, um, but they weren't even hooked up yet. I believe back then Unique had a MySpace account, but, you know, she wasn't, you know, a computer geek like some of us are. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm trying to get to learning. I had, I've had to learn a lot over these last few years. Yes, you're very active on Facebook. You but, know what you're doing. Yeah, I've had to learn all these things. When this originally happened, you know, I had a Facebook page, but I probably went on the Facebook page maybe once or twice a month. One of the other things that I read about this story is that there were reports that Unique had actually witnessed a murder in a park near this new apartment Mm -hmm. um, that she was living in Mm -hmm. about a week or so before her abduction. Um, And a lot of people have felt whoever that murder was, whoever, Mm -hmm. they may have seen Unique and 
that would be an answer. That's that's that case has been resolved. That murder has been solved. Really? And that more murder other than close timing, you know, weird, you know, weirdly close timing that had nothing to do with Unique's abduction. What about a neighbor? You know, obviously Unique's two sons were in the home. Mm-hmm. They didn't hear anything. Unique's, um, her niece mm-hmm. was in the home at the time. No, The kids never heard anything. Did a neighbor ever come forward? Anyone know? Actually, the neighbors in that neighborhood is quite a few of them that, you know, in my opinion, know something. Really? You her think? Do- her neighbor that was directly next door to Unique's apartment. And I mean, Unique's apartment is sitting here, and the other neighbor that I'm speaking of apartment was right next to Unique. You know, let's just say cordial. They, you know, pretty much slammed the door in my face. Told me, we didn't know, we don't know nothing about that, we don't know nothing about that, and slammed the door in my face. Holy God. So that gave me a hint of, you know, I was fighting an uphill battle with her community, too. Wow. Because, I mean, your next door neighbor, someone comes to my door. I'm, oh, my God, are you, oh, my Lord, you know, you know, I don't, you know, I'm going to assure you that I didn't hear anything. I'm going to at least be cordial enough to invite you in. And I understand because, you know, I've been in that arena pretty much half my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I understand that, you know, no snitching rule or, you know, right. the code of the streets or whatever they call it. I understand that all too well. I've been there. I've done that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? On a, on a totally, you know, way out of the atmosphere level. So I understand that, but not at one time mm-hmm. when I was in that environment where I didn't look at people as human beings. What do you believe happened to Unique? I think she was stalked. I think someone got a fixation on Unique. They followed her unbeknownst to her. It may have been a situation where she, you know, had a, you know, cordial relationship with this person, such as high and by, or even conversations on the phone, or whatever the case may be. And um, I think it was somebody that, you know, wouldn't take no for an answer from my daughter. Mm. Because I'm not, you know, trying to sound facetious or cocky or anything, but my daughter's a very attractive young woman. Mm. And, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, makes her in an elite situation where she can't be touched. Anybody can be touched um, and dealt with, but you know, when you're in a certain environment, you know, certain, there's a certain, where there's a certain element of people, especially like, you know, repeat offenders. Because like I said, you know, there, or I was, uh, think I was speaking to you earlier about it, there is a halfway house in that area where Unique lived at. Right. So that's another avenue, you know. Could it have been somebody in that halfway house, you know? Um, what about an ex-boyfriend? They ever find an ex-boyfriend, or was um? Well, my grandson's father they, was he polygraphed, but you know, like this was back in Lanier's. You know, I like to keep you know Lanier's regime and Chief Newsham's you know tenure separate. Okay. Back in the beginning, it took 
when it was still under Chief Kathy Lanier, which is one reason why I say this woman didn't give a damn about finding my daughter. They um, had um, a situation where um, I feel like she should have been a whole lot more engaged in um, as far as on a chief level where, you know, there were some things that I felt like were not being done. Okay. And, you know, at this, you know, time, I still don't feel like she did what she could have done for my daughter. Hmm. And now, so your your grandson's wait was it your grandson's father? Yes, I so mean he it was took him. So that's, that's 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 exactly where I wanted to go. So I'm kind of hesitant of saying certain things, okay? Because I want to at the same time protect my grandsons sure. from me saying anything adverse about their dad. Because is he but, still in their life? Yeah. Okay, got it. But, you know, why did it take Kathy Lanier's regime eight months to polygraph this man? Yeah. When him and Unique have been engaged in a child custody battle from 2008. Hmm. It shouldn't have taken eight months for him to be polygraphed. Did he pass? date, his mom... Which Unique has actually had, you know, let's just say not so nice words between them. That woman has never been polygraphed. Mm. Kathy Lanier did not care about my daughter. Plain and simple. Wow. And I've told, I'm telling it to you now. I've told it to other people. And I'll tell it to her. Mm. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. 
Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney podcast. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that's always the first people, you yeah. know, that you have yeah. to and rule I, out. And, because... and me, in the beginning, when the detective, you know, when I think they started taking it a little bit more seriously, asked me the relationship with Unique's children's father and her, I gave them the court papers. This guy was due back in court for another child support hearing on October the 24th. Or the 25th, which was two weeks after Unique was taken. Why was he not polygraphed immediately? Eight months? Did he pass that, by the way? I heard that he did okay. Now, as far as pass or fail, nobody's ever specifically told me, Ms. Harris, he passed the test with flying colors. So that's one of the reasons Mm -hmm. why he's still on my radar. He's not away from my radar either. His mom... Because his mom, you know, I don't care how she tries to play now, 
Right. She didn't care for my daughter. How about Unique Sons? So they were three and five when it happened. They're 10 and 12 now. I mean, they must be, I mean, so devastated. Do they have memories of her? Do they? I'm so was, proud of my grandsons so because through all of this adversity, you know, here I am at least halfway through my life. And I don't even know what it feels like not to have my mom or my dad because by the grace of God, they're still here with me. Wow. So on that level, I can't even engage, connect, or even attempt to imagine what's going on in them internally. But I noticed with my older grandson, who was five, four and a half, five at the time, he still to this day has problems sleeping. Yeah. He'll tell you. Well, when I woke, when I went to sleep one night, my mom was there, and when I woke up the next morning, she was gone. So maybe if I stay woke, mm. she'll come home. Mm. Whereas in my younger grandson, he's very angry. Yeah. He's very angry. Um, he does his share of fighting. Then you know, he has a hair pin trigger temper. You know, someone says something about his mom. He's instantly enraged to the point of physically fighting. Um, But other than that, as far as, you know, their academics, because they know, and we definitely, unique siblings and I, instill in them, you know, how valuable, you know, an education is and how much my daughter was and and actually engaged in their education and they remember wow unique being at their school sitting at that school making sure that my youngest grandson did what the teacher told him to do and was following you know the rules and regulations and protocol so you know i'm 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 so proud of my grandsons because you know they could have you know, really sunk into deep despair. Mm. So difficult for those boys. You know, you've gotten a lot of national attention. Um, How have you done that? By the grace of God, I have managed to persevere Mm. this whole seven years, and I think my perseverance has paid off and Unique has gotten a whole lot more media attention than some cases yeah. that I have been made aware of and engaged with the family um, over the last seven years. Yeah, you've got an incredible amount. My God, you've been on Lisa Ling. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm you've had... Lisa Ling, Maury Povich back in October. Um, earlier on, I think like the first or the second year I was on The View, with uh, Whoopi Goldberg, you know, Joy Behar. Did any of that prompt any decent leads, or did that just kind of... Oh, yeah, we've got leads as far away as Australia. Really? Yeah. But anything you think actually uh, was, like, real and useful, or you think a lot of people just inserting themselves? I think it's a lot of people that sometimes want to insert themselves, especially when they find out there is a $25,000 reward. Ah, gotcha, Being offered, you know, up to $25,000, people are going to, you know, the cuckoos come out sometimes, you know. 
You you said, and I thought this this really struck me. So you said that for you, you know, you don't know what closure looks like, and you've right. never grieved because you don't know any answers. That struck me as so hard. Like over seven years, what's it been like? I mean, you must because I just think of how close I am with my mom and my oma, and I, I just get very emotional for you because have you ever had some moments where you're just like, I don't know, just like it's all falling apart because it just oh, is yeah. really. Quite Hard a few to moments. Imagine. I mean, I can't even. I, I I've lost count of how many moments I've had like that. I've lost. I've literally lost count of how many moments I've had like that because when your mind and your heart and your body and soul mm. does not have the rest, it's just like with you know. That's one of the reasons why I took up you know advocacy for unresolved homicides because anything unresolved. There is no peace in an unresolved situation such as this. Right. There's no peace, you know. You know, it's, it, it's like with the unresolved homicides. Okay, sure, you've been able to lay your loved one to rest and so forth and so on, but you still have over here what nobody's paying for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where's the justice? Do you think you are ready for the closure? Because I really know that you are going to find out. Are you ready for all scenarios? I've been praying for this from earlier on. Um, When I say I don't know what she is, but God knows what she is, Mm. I've had deep, in-depth, middle-of-the-night conversations with God that if he has already taken Unique home with him, I'm fine with that. Wow. The problem that I have is that I don't know that. Right. So until I know this is how it's going to go, I'm going to keep on moving. I'm going to keep on pressing forward. I'm going to keep on stomping on the devil. Yeah. And all of his little satanic helpers, because those type come into an arena like this as well. Right. You know, you have people that's trying to use your child's name for their own game publicity. And, you know, when you say something to them about it, then they're always oh, well, she's not trying to accept my help. All help is not good help. If you're trying to suck the life from my daughter that I don't even know is gone yet. You don't expect me to be upset? Mm. You know, all help is not good help, you know. Yeah. The light at the end of the tunnel for this story is there is a man in a department who have now sort of had this renewed energy for this case. And I have to tell you, I just have a really good feeling that you're going to going to get answers. I really, really do. You've been because... talking to Chief Newsham. <laughs> <laughs> You've been talking to Chief Newsham. I just have a really yes. good feeling. But, you know, it's really because of you, because nobody with your grit is going to go unanswered. You know what I mean? No exactly. one with your grit. You know? I think that's that's why, you know, for one, um, and I want to give a shout out to Pamela Butler's family, you know, her yeah. brother Derek, her mother Thelma, mm. that woman is a pillar of strength. I mean, for her to be, you know, over 80 years old and she still fought tooth and nail for her daughter, you mm. have to. It's no other choice. Yeah. 
Um, you also told me, you know, because of Chief Newsom's involvement now, uh, you kind of have this renewed confidence, you know, and um, new detectives have been assigned to this case. Um, I'm feeling even more confident because at this juncture for about the last year or two, there has been two detectives working simultaneously on Unique's case. Wow. This is the first time that's happened in, in, in the history of her case. It's been five prior to that. Wow. So you talk about seven years and seven different detectives whose hands this case has been in. Me personally, I would have preferred for, you know, one detective to take it all the way through, but we've had detectives that have went out and retired on my daughter's back mm. and didn't do a damn thing to try to find her. Mm. And then we have those now that are dogged, that are, yes, we're going to get Miss Harris and we're going to, you know, get the answers for Unique's family that they deserve, which I give, you know, the utmost credit, you know, under, you know, Chief Newsham, it's been, you know, Detective Diane Wise and Detective Brian Wise, I'm, I'm sorry, Diane Davis. Okay. And Brian Wise. And they have, you know, definitely given me a, a, a feeling and a vibe that, you know, they are consistently working this case and that they want my family and myself to get the closure, whatever that is, right. that we deserve. Because at this juncture, I don't know what closure is. You know, right. I know a lot of people say, oh, well, I know you're, you know, you're, you really, really want closure. And I'm looking at them like, what does that word mean? I don't know what that word means. I don't know what the word grief means. Mm. I can't grieve my daughter. I can't go to a tombstone or, you know, lay my daughter to rest. You don't know what happened. I don't know what, I don't even know what happened. Right. Valencia, you have been amazing on this podcast. Where can people follow you uh, to send you good help? Well, I have Unique on, like I told you, this whole social media thing has blown up for me. I didn't have Instagram before this. I didn't have Twitter before this. I didn't have any of that. All I had was a little Facebook page that I really went on. But now I have not only my personal Facebook page, which I'm listed under Valencia Harris. Okay. Um, I also have a Facebook page for Unique called Awaiting Unique Safe Return. Okay. They can send friend requests to that. They can send me personal friend requests. I have a uh, instant message chat group that I engage with on a daily basis. Okay. Um, that is called Unique ha Unique Raquel Leona Harris. Come home now. Also, leave my phone number open, my own personal primary cell phone okay. number open for um, any tips or ideas or, you know, just words of encouragement. Sometimes people just send me words of encouragement to help, you know, to keep me moving along. My phone number is 202-664-3173. Again, it's 202-664-3173. If you have any information, please contact Valencia Harris. The number is the information that she just gave out. One of the questions that Valencia did uh, and one of the reasons that Valencia did this podcast is because she believes there is someone out there that knows something. I think we all believe that. Um, and maybe this podcast can connect her with the person that knows what happened to Unique to give Unique Sons closure, Valencia closure, and the D.C. community. What about 
those dogged detectives uh, that were that are now working to solve Unique's case and Chief Newsham. He's the one man that I constantly heard great things about from Henderson and from Valencia and from many, many others with his energy to solve cold cases. Well, for the first time ever, he's going to do a podcast interview, and that's next week on In the Mind of Frage.